tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now... Let the buzz begin! Hey there, Ruby fans! Welcome to another episode of the Ruby After Buzz After Show. Tonight we are talking about episodes 7 and 8 from season 3, as well as the world of Remnant, the beginning of the end, and destiny. How are you doing tonight? Very well. Happy New Year, all that. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope everybody had a fantastic holiday season. Oh, yeah. I stayed out of trouble. (laughs) I spent most of these episodes making dying whale noises. Especially during the latter one, so yeah, oh, they right. sailed my ship and then they torpedoed it. So it takes it was a fun night. Took uh, took some took some effort not to start the show. Just we go on screaming. Let's go ahead and introduce our fantastic panel because we also have some fantastic guests with us yeah, tonight. We do. To my left, Mark Donica. Howdy, I'm the Internet Soapbox Mark Donica. You follow me on Twitter at Soapbox Mark as well as on the Rooster Teeth site at the same name. Patrick Dees. Hello, I'm Patrick Dees. You can find me on Twitter at P to the Dees. Katie Cullen. Hi, my buddies. You can find me at Kiaxet, K-I-A-X-E-T. We are also checking the hashtag R-W-B-Y-A-B-T-V, the live chat. So if you're watching this live on YouTube, hello. And the Tumblr tag for those of you who planned ahead. (laughs) And I'm your guys' host, Megan Salinas. You guys can tweet at me directly at the Manguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. Without further ado, let's introduce our fantastic guests, Samantha Ireland and Shannon McCormick. How are you guys? guys? Hey. How's it going, guys? So far, so good. Thank you guys so, so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Our pleasure. So for those of you guys who don't know, we have Nora and Crow on the line with us. So we have no, Nora Ospin. and Ospin, dear. Ospin. Okay. It was Sorry. traffic. It was traffic. For those of you who are wondering, it's been an extremely it's long week for it's everyone involved. It's been a week. Yeah, just testing. Yeah. I'm not nearly as famous as the actor who plays Crow. <laughs> who is that? No, but you're a better <laughs> troll. <laughs> oh, that's maybe oh, true. <laughs> Before we get started, though, uh, you said you had a hashtag that you were going in the live chat? Uh, yes, hashtag Tira. That's hashtag T-E-A-R-H-H-A. Okay. Because of episode eight. Yeah. Okay. Please. You find that. Use it. Okay. Cry Just with everybody. Lots of tears. All the time. See, I'm seeing hashtag build an Arcos and I love it. I follow the spelling there. I was like, oh, okay. okay. You're like, I got it. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm seeing hashtag build an Arcos and I love it. Okay. <laughs> I'm very happy with that. Uh, yeah, that's not bad. Bless you. That is not bad. Not bad at all, although I don't approve of the puns. Anywho. I know you don't. That's, I'm, I'm glad that that's why somebody's I got my back. Them. I know. Anyway. <laughs> next to her, I'm on your team. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate I that. So again, uh, we'll be keeping an eye periodically on the hashtag. If you guys have any questions for our fantastic guests, as well as the live chat, all that jazz, as Katie mentioned, let's go ahead and dive into this, because it's been a bit since we've been in the studio to sit and chat about all this fun stuff. It has. Uh, we were left off in a very dire place, and we pick up just, it, it's very unnerving where we pick up. The um, past. 
Yeah. <laughs> Cinder looks good with short hair, right? Yeah. That's what you picked up. <laughs> that's really Is the, that what you got from that's, that? That's because the, what I got from that was Mercury needs a career in soccer because he's an amazing actor. My leg, my fake leg. Shut up. Walk it off. <laughs> Baby. I mean, it, it really, in, in the whole flashback, from just a pure humanity perspective, that was the best thing you could really pull. That's really that's really the only thing that you could pull from that that was positive. With that <laughs> metal that legs? No, 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 not metal legs. That she looks good in short hair. That's oh, really no, the yeah. only positive spin. I, I agree. I like that. I like you can focus on the positive. Yeah. All right, I like not the murder. Fair but, enough. But looking at both of these episodes back to back, it's very fun because the we have one that focuses very much on very vague dialogue and visuals to tell right. the story, mm-hmm. whereas the other one that uh, the follow up we get is very exposition heavy to kind of fill in some of the gaps. And so it was a nice juxtaposition if you sit down and watch them back to back. We get mm-hmm. to see Cinder be a horrible person overall and then we get to see Crow be a horrible adult. <laughs> and I, I did a reaction video for this episode and half my comments are why do you hate Crow? I don't hate Crow. He's just a terrible adult. He's an interesting <laughs> character but he's really not what Yang needs right now. I will say though, that or really ever. fired me up. I saw you tweeting about that before I saw the episode and I'm like I cannot <laughs> wait. It's so good. <laughs> By the way, you're crazy. Uh-huh. Alright, stop. Yep. Well, we actually have a question uh, on the hashtag from, uh, and I apologize if I'm mispronouncing this. It looks like Ka- Carrie, uh-huh. I think, Go with it. <laughs> from Carrie Bear. Both Ozpin and Nora seem to have unique relationships with Glinda, Oz especially. Can you guys elaborate on that a little? Um, <laughs> uh, un- unique? I mean, I well, the thing is... Um, I mean, I, I, I don't want to speak for Nora, but I think Ospin has a... He's very good at having unique relationships with everybody. Everyone. Yeah, um, for he sure. Has, he, he, he likes to get people isolated in his room and have very um, meaningful uh, conversations with them. Uh, so he has... I, I, I think it's fair to say he has a unique relationship with everybody. Now, if the question is, what is the nature of his relationship with Glinda? I mean... <laughs> They've known each other for a long time, uh, and yeah, and they just have that kind of rapport with one another. I can't figure out if you're doubling my entendre on purpose or not. Um, maybe. <laughs> I am a pretty good troll, so uh, yes, you are. So I've heard. I know with Nora's. I didn't know I had a possibly a unique relationship with Glenda. I feel like she has one. Yeah, like with everybody still, um, but specifically with Ren. That's her, you know, very unique relationship. But with Glinda, I'm only assuming it's like, uh, I'm mama. To, well, I mean, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to like track down how how often are they on screen I, together? I, I yeah. Don't, there was a very I important scene. <laughs> Maybe that's your unique relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is, yeah. There, Glinda. I hate Glinda. You heard it here, folks. Jeez. All it took was one food fight. And and Glinda to clean up after you, and it's just pure hatred. Think of the yeah. amount of property damage that has happened <laughs> off screen that Glinda's had to fix. That's what I figured. So no one sent Yang into the stratosphere in that fight. I, I, I think there's some reasonable cause and, for concern yeah, there. Deservedly so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag yeah. turkey fists. <laughs> that was such, I love that episode. Oh, so good. To, to date, the best cosplay I've seen was the turkey fist. The turkey yeah. fist. Not even close. Oh, RTX. Although Half we, the chat is going hashtag Renora. 
Oh. So we've got that. <laughs> yep. Um, we, we do, talking about kind of character support and character relationships, we do have a really great moment with Nora trying to give support to Pira. Um, but we also have a moment, you know, and that's juxtaposed again with this moment from Ironwood reprimanding Yang and company right. for, for what Yang allegedly, and by allegedly, was tricked into doing. And I couldn't help but wonder how Ozpin would have approached the situation had Ironwood not been put in charge at the end of last season. And I kind of also wonder how Nora would have reacted to try to comfort Pyrrha had she been fully informed on the situation. If only we had people to what? ask about that. I don't I, know. Who, yeah, yeah, I don't who, know. Who, who could who, opine? Could I'd love to get know in what... to chime in on that. I'd love to know what Ospin's reaction to that match was. Oh, that's a great point. Well, I mean, look, I think that Ospin probably, um, I don't know. I, I, My guess is that he can see through all of that and probably knows that uh, that Yang got um, mind-hosed a little bit. <laughs> mind-hosed. Um, yeah, but I, I, I don't know for sure. Uh, I mean, he's a pretty permissive dude if you notice um he's probably like yeah you had your reasons yeah i'll i'll, I'll trust you yeah. um, i gotta know something's up yeah you know? like, yeah so out of character he's a good judge of character yeah. and i think he would realize that that was out of character and so something's at play yeah. and he's also been around the block a little bit right so he's probably seen if, if not this similar hijinks well, he said he, he you know, he, he does say that he's made more mi- mistakes than anyone ever, so he's probably shot someone in the leg before. <laughs> a bit of hallucination. Sure. So like, yeah, yeah, Been there, done that. The old shot him in the leg trick. Yep. Did you need those kneecaps? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> well, the answer is no. Speaking of, it was uh, Mercury was very reminiscent of. It, it did have a very Full Metal Alchemist feel because when we introduced <laughs> to him, his house is on fire and uh, his parents are dead. <laughs> the theory that I saw and around this, and I think it came from Daft Prodigy on Tumblr, who is where all of my theories come from at this point because they're kind of a savant and I love it, is that. Mercury's dad gave him those legs, potentially knocked him out and did that, so Mercury kind of woke up and murdered him like, what did you do to me? It's a weird Frankenstein sort of thing. Ow. Yeah. 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 That's an interesting thought. I like that. I think Obi-Wan Kenobi cut his legs off and (laughs) taller than he would be otherwise. Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) I have the high ground! Only logical explanation. I totally agree. Makes sense to me. Yeah. But Actually, I do kind of want your guys' reactions, because you guys are very engaged with the fandom, obviously, but you guys kind of also have to watch these episodes in a very similar way, because you know what's coming for your characters to an extent, but that doesn't mean you get to see it all play out. So I want to know, when you guys sit down and watch episodes like these back-to-back, what is your reaction just kind of being on both sides of of the production? Well, yeah, like... um I will say this this is a season I know a little bit more about what's happening outside of my character, which has been equally wonderful and terrible at the same time because I'm I'm, you know, waiting for things to happen. I don't know when things are gonna happen and then so I and I have to be really careful when I watch these episodes because if I look away for a second I, I, I miss something, and I miss right. something important, or uh, or I skip an entire episode and I keep watching. <laughs> no. um, I skipped fall <laughs> and didn't realize that there was so much. <laughs> <laughs> he just maybe 
the single most important episode. <laughs> That's amazing. I was going to say not just of this season, but in all, all of Ruby ever done so far. Well, of course it's important. That's the most talking that Shannon's done all season. Say what? <laughs> oh, it's the most important because I have the most talking. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Fair, fair enough. It's, it's all about... It's all about me. Well, I, I, so, yeah, it's weird, too, because, um, like, episode seven, Ozpin isn't in, and so, like, I don't have the con... I don't know what that episode, right? Yeah. I know yeah. the long arc of this season. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know, like, in, in episodes that I'm not in, I don't know, especially since it was a flashback. A flashback. This was, yeah, like, we, we were talking about it earlier. It's not the... It wasn't the normal formula for... An episode it's mm-hmm. flashback and so we got to see i mean a lot of things so i'm i was very confused um through most of it not knowing especially <laughs> considering you hadn't seen fall yeah this chick why is the why is the grim spider sucking like, her face I, yeah, off i yeah. was like i don't get any of this like <laughs> it's right so um yeah but uh this for this these particular ones that i watched i I got pretty, I feel like, emotional. Yeah. The last um, episode eight um, with Pura. And mm-hmm. um, oh, Jen did such a good job, oh, too. Um, evoking killed it. Like, so much, and, and, and what is it? Like, agony that she's mm, yeah, feeling. Yeah. And um, just, she's so torn. And you I was just. Me apart. <laughs> <laughs> there was a subtle room <laughs> reference yeah, in there, just, and I totally heard so- it. I'll just call that episode. No. Let's go outside, huh? <laughs> well, hi, Mar. Oh, I'll start. <laughs> oh, hi, Mar. All no, day. That's what you started. We can't. All day. No. We can't. No more We of that. have a question from Nathaniel on Twitter. Now that the story has progressed, has anything changed in your portrayal of your characters? For me, no, and I'll tell you why. Uh, uh, because I... Basically, they, and by they I mean Miles and Carrie and, and Gray and, and the, the, sort of the people who have been involved with the, the show for forever and ever, I had known this long arc since volume one. I, I didn't know this long arc. So I, like, I knew a lot of this was coming. I didn't know the details and the lines hadn't been written yet in the particulars, but where we are with Pira, I known was coming for a long, long time. So, cool. so yeah, yeah, what's actually going to be interesting is I have no idea about anything after, like, this volume wraps up. Like, and then it's like, what's going to happen in volume I, I know a, I know a slight amount. Okay. <laughs> like, very we're, small amount. We're, we're going to talk after. Yeah. We're, all <laughs> Sorry. we're really Samantha um, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't really know this far in at all. At all, right. I, I wasn't even sure where I was going to be. I knew I'd be around, but sure. I wasn't sure how and where and all that jazz. So, um, but yeah, I I feel like Nora. I've only gotten more intense, which is great. <laughs> so I I absolutely adore it, and uh, I I just love her so much. Oh, and she's, yeah, me too. And getting to know her semblance was something that I've been I haven't known until uh, this season. Until this they season. never told me what her semblance know. was. I don't know. <laughs> but um but yeah i so knowing all of this information it, it even i feel like it opens a lot more doors for me to get even crazier um but i mean we'll see where the seasons take us so yeah 
Crazier's right. How much caffeine did you have coming into the exercise montage? That's what I want to know. It was the best. Guys, I don't need that much. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, she was the shining light in an otherwise very dark, dreary, and heavy episode. Um, Well, I feel like we got a little Laurel and Hardy with that and that we really needed it. Yeah. Yeah, It was hysterical. Please don't touch the cook. (laughs) Please don't do anything to the cook. That was great. (laughs) We have another question on Twitter, uh, also from Carrie. Same Again, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. Um, But Oz is usually a very calculating character. What do you think he feels about putting one of his students at risk for the greater good? The greater good. Um, I know. That's what I was thinking, too. I mean... I mean, I'll go back to his line uh, from from before, where he's uh, he's made mistakes, and so he's definitely got um, reservations or doubts. Um, I don't. I, it's not something he takes on lightly. I don't think he's. Um, I, I think he he probably spends a lot of time in his room full of gears. Uh, going through all the different possible combinations of how this can can play out, and I think um, he only takes those kinds of moves pretty strategically. Um, so, but it's not without um, feeling or, or, or um, you know the, the the potential cost of it is in play. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and I think I mean that's why um, it, it's not a it's not a forced thing. It's this is your option, yeah. but you can you don't ha- you can choose not to do it, um, yeah. Because he he wants to make sure that he's not he doesn't want to be coercive. So mm. yeah, he still wants it to be her choice because that's yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And, and he's pretty upfront about with uh, we don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> this could really you it could go really bad. It could go really yeah. bad. <laughs> It could you you could cease to exist as an individual entity. <laughs> By the way, yeah. no, no, that no, going, that going <laughs> You know, he's he's done bad things before, maybe where he didn't make tr- those choices apparent, and it's like oh, I should have told them that they would cease to exist. <laughs> Disclosure here. Uh, I was going to say, what kind of liability waiver do you have to sign going into Beacon Academy? <laughs> It's very arcane. I don't know. I, it's, yeah. it's so long, no one actually breathes. Right, it. it's right. It's like the terms and conditions of I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do have hashtag Osluminati in the uh, chat right now. Praise him. Osluminati. Osluminati. I love you already. <laughs> we, we also have a lot of people on Twitter calling out for Nora to break Mercury's legs or in or some way, shape, or form. If Yang is that. Nora's new hero because she actually broke somebody's legs. If yeah. we're going with the FMA metaphor, those legs are gone because that automail arm did not stick around very long. I, um, no, I, I don't know. Maybe Nora was a little excited on the inside <laughs> when she did that. Like, oh, it happened. Oh, but it's bad. This um, but, but it was still good. <laughs> so. Yay! She's wait, the wait, wait, Tony she's back. the one yeah, Homer yeah, yeah. Woohoo! In the middle of the audience. <laughs> <laughs> She was the one whistling. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one. Woo, get her, yeah. Get her, yeah. 
Oh, that'd be fantastic. So I, I do want to touch a little bit on uh, this moment. And since we were talking about um, the second episode, let's let's talk a little bit about Nora and Pira. And like they again, they had this very sweet moment. And then we have a very sweet moment with Jean. Yeah. Very very well meaning. Jean, who says all the right things at the wrong time. Totally. He doesn't... I I have missed Jean. I know that half the fandom is just angry about his very existence, Mm -hmm. but I have missed Jean. He was great in the scene, too, right? He was. Great. And the thing is, part of it is, what did I say? Did I do something wrong? And it's like, part of it's like, there's a lot of I in that. And the other part is, you're actually trying to understand what happened and made it better. And you did grow up with seven sisters because you immediately assumed that you did something wrong. But that's the thing about about Jean's arc, thank you. Uh, is hey. he's been learning he's been learning throughout the course nope. of this <laughs> I need a trombone. This book, nope. uh, this book as as and I'm uh, I'm sorry, I'm Volume. still stuck in, I'm stuck in the avatar state much like much like Amber was. But um uh so he's you see his growth both as a confident leader by taking hold of the situation in the room by saying Let's let's get out of here. Everybody's right. kind of cooped up, yep. and then by going, "Hey, yo, I got to take care of this thing," yeah. as both as a dude and as possibly her dude, and and just to to dominate dominate. That's a weird thing to say, but to take control, to take, to take control yeah. and lead in a yes. leadership capacity. I agree. Yes, I and, agree, and it's I'm so proud of him. I know, right, John? <laughs> I have missed him. I have. We let old Johnny. Yeah, yeah, but again, but, he but, says all the right things at the wrong time because in oh, any yeah. other circumstance this would be just the pep talk that she needs right. but he's essentially saying the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few say goodbye to everything that makes up you yeah. but yeah. he also has zero context for this conversation he's no, just right? like he's oh she's run into an obstacle right. but she's Pyrrha she can totally, totally do it I am in your corner and Pyrrha's having an existential crisis uh, here going ah like- Literally existential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Like little bit. I may not exist the next time we have this conversation. <laughs> right. Trigger warning: autumn leaves. I mean, <laughs> man, this conversation was like crazy accessible, right? Because there's so many situations in Ruby that, like, I'll never find myself in a fighting ring, like, you know, like beating the snot out of one other individual. But we've all had that moment where we've. Like, literally been having a one conversation that was completely inconsistent with the, the conversation that the other person was having. So was I trying think, to have with you. Yeah, yeah. totally. And I, I was just so relatable and so accessible. It's one of my favorite scenes of the, the season so far. Same page, different book. Totally. Yeah, I yeah. think... I think. And then, who hasn't ended up in a wall, there. right? Like, just been punched <laughs> through a wall, and, like, who hasn't been there? I'm imagining... Everything was beautiful about it. I agree. And, you know, I mean, it just... I was like dying on the inside, and I was yeah. like, "This is just so, but this is so wonderful." And this is—he doesn't understand at all what's going on. Mm-hmm. But like you guys were saying earlier, it's the—it's the right words, it's the wrong time, and it's just—you know—you think something possibly could happen. I don't know. I don't. I kind of. Right. I kind of thought, but. <laughs> <laughs> That handle, and though. then he got I know. And, uh, and I, like when that happened, I was like, "Oh God!" Because she was so frustrated. Like knowing that, like when you you're you just don't know what to do, and you like you do that in your mind, and then she did it physically. Oh, I I had a lot of feels for that moment. Yeah. So. 
And I'd, here's a, a good time to point out the animation in, in both of these episodes. Oh, it keeps getting so better and better and better. Starting even in the even just in the the dorm with Pyrrha's face when Nora was all up in it, just getting increasingly like big and cartoonish. And then the subtlety in the scene here and the leaves and and what yeah. that was representing yeah, right. for the scene. I was just noticing Pyrrha's eyes following Nora, mm-hmm. like yeah. like a person really would so, yeah. looking at each other eye because mm-hmm. they're that close to you. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. It was, no, it's, I swear, it gets better and better. It's yeah. just, it's absolutely incredible to think about how it was. Our sure. Then, and I'm just, I'm blown away. Yeah, by this. It's impressive. By it. Nora picking the spinach in the garbage. I feel like <laughs> <Yeah>. unbelievable. <laughs> that was my favorite line was of it? the episode. If it looks What's the same the going, going down as yeah. it is going down, oh, there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. We've all had meals like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's, there was, I guess so much, there's been so much fine tuning with the animation software and everything. And as everything gets tighter and tighter, I, I appreciate everything in terms of the way it looks. I love the way the colors pop. I'm yeah. loving the mm-hmm. lighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so great. There was one moment in particular when she's looking at the leaf. I'm like, that just, the color is just popping so oh, much. Yeah. It looks so gorgeous. But even all just the lighting of that scene. Being like an autumn sunset. Yes. Yeah. That, that's, that, there's a lot of implications there. Symbolism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also I want to mention though also the sound. Oh too, yeah. The like, sound design is mm-hmm. everything this season. There's so much more. I get more unnerved, and I get and I feel like so much more ominous tones. But you know, like <laughs> well, but it's 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 baked through the whole volume. Oh, like the how whole much volume. Dark, how much darker it like, is than the first two. Exactly, and like you know, even when they're in the Coliseum and they do the you know the to pick out the people that yeah. want to fight and what they're where they're going to fight. That even like it gives me like tingles of excitement, and it also gives me like oh shit, something bad is going to happen right. too. Yeah. Like at the same time, it's. I, they're doing such a good job, and, and the episode that I missed that I caught up on. Um, like, <laughs> I, I, I hope, we, I hope you're like going to say what I want. There's like a ticking. There's like a ticking and a ticking. Well, like when they're ticking. they're in Osman's yeah, office, like, their you, weird clock sounds yeah, at the office are great. It's like and so then I really love perfect. when they go into the basement. Uh, that the the sound design, so we you know we bounce around lots of levels, mm-hmm. so we get the different. Um, sound over oh, up high right. vantage point, so it's a lot more mm-hmm. echoey and stuff. Mm-hmm. The walk, they have a very beautiful um, Oz's cane yeah. as it's walking down. Is this just? It's it's extremely well done. It's, it's um, so well done, and it it sets the tone. I mean, just I can't even perfectly, basically. Yeah, but um, it's really good. It's so good. Yeah. I think that as we go on, they they know when to implement all of these different things because when we had the flashback, and it's just the sound mm-hmm. design. There mm-hmm. are absolutely no visuals. Totally. Like the way the, the the audio faded in and out, it was just spot on. It was fantastic. And we noticed there's an audio cue for when uh, Emerald uses her powers. You can. I, I miss that. It's hard to describe. It's just. It's. I wow! I have no uh, words to describe this. Like a shing. Yeah, it's a bamf. <laughs> a little, a little bit. Bamf. <laughs> but you can once you know it's there, you can pick up on it every time she uses her powers. It's this cue for the audience to go, oh. So something to keep an ear out for from now on. Oh, yeah. Um, but I also want to touch on the World of Remnant episode that we got yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, because, Shannon, you're doing the narration for the Worlds of Remnant now. Yeah, I am. Well, for this volume, um, I, I think, 
you know, it's funny. Um, the first couple that came out are like, where's Janet Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, 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 man. Thanks, thanks. Um, so I, you know, I think, uh, and there's some, there's some rationale for it, but I think like Oz is going to be the voice of volume three. And then I, I think next year will probably be somebody else. So oh. I don't know. Um, that, that seems to be the plan. Um, from what I understand. Um, so, uh, sorry, I jumped on your question. You did, I didn't let you ask the question about the world of Remnant. Oh, yeah. I thought it, I think it's very interesting when they choose to show, with, like, the order that they do the world of Remnants in. Because uh, whenever they, they have a world of Remnant touching on another part of, you know, the world of Ruby that, we're com- that we've come to know and love, mm-hmm. we get a little piece, and as those pieces come together, you start getting more and more of the bigger picture. And the, the one that they chose to show this time around was the communication hubs. And the idea the that... The series of tubes. If one of those right. towers goes, goes down, nobody in this entire world can <clears throat> communicate with one another. They're like Christmas lights. One light goes out, they all go out. That's right. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's good uh, engineering. No. <laughs> uh, you need to have multiple fail-safes. Uh, but uh, I just read the lines. I don't <laughs> I work in tech support. It's like, oh, yeah, if one thing goes down, there goes your whole network. And I'm like, where are your redundancies? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, it's so. I mean, uh, the order that they release them in, uh, I don't know if there's significance. Uh, like, if there always is story implications, or that people need to start, you know, trying to piece things. Uh, you know, I don't know exactly. Um, are all of those recorded kind of at the beginning of the season and then are released sporadically, or like, when, when, what's your schedule look like as far as recording? Uh, but, those? No, the, um, the the worlds have so far have been. Um, recorded as sporadically as they appear, just time-shifted a couple months. Gotcha. So the next one, so it's funny, about the time that this one came out, the the tubes uh, one, the the communication system one came out, I had just recorded my favorite one, which hasn't seen the light of day yet, and that will, that's the one, I, 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 I love that one so much. Um, and I, I think the fans are really going to love it, too. So I, I don't know when that comes out. I don't know what the release schedule is. Maybe not, not obviously not this Saturday, but maybe this Saturday after. I'm not sure when the next one comes out. But um, look, for the, look for that one, because I love it. Oh. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it and terrified at the same time. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I'll have to have you back to talk about it's it. It's the appropriate reaction. Yeah, right? And it's like I, you know, even saying "Don't be terrified," then I'm that maybe that's a spoiler, but it's not a spoiler. It's just the World of Remnant episode, guys. Does that affect the story? Backstory, guys. Oh no, I'm approaching everything with terror at this point. Yeah, it's probably a sound policy. That's interesting you mentioned that, and you guys touched on it earlier. There has been a bit of a darker tone this season. How has that like changed your interaction with fans over the course of the season? Like, have you you felt that a lot, or has that changed that at all? Particularly for me, uh, no. I, I, they, or I'm still the same. Uh, yeah. Fans still interact with me the same way. Um, I see it with other characters. Yeah. though. I do see it. Like, I see it on Twitter, and um, and I, uh, and well, this past one, it was a lot of people were saying that yes, I was like a, a beacon of light in the, in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> like, for sure. You know, those moments had to happen because everyone was just dying on the inside, and uh, <laughs> that's. So uh, that's 
the only different interaction I've had for this darker toned volume. Yeah, so, I mean, Oz is pretty much the same too. Yeah. It's actually okay. maybe it's yeah. a good that you paired us together because <laughs> we're Nora and Oz pretty pretty rock pretty, steady. Yeah, you yeah. know who we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're comfortable in our skin. Yeah. but but like yeah, like um like Sam was saying, uh, like seeing. People, the way people have responded to Jen, to Jen. has been fantastic. Oh, oh yeah. cool, yeah. Just, I mean, Jen's a fantastic actress. Sure. Not to say that that Pira before lacked depth, but we get to crack open a yeah. whole new level with Pira, right. and Jen's got the chops to, to to pull that off, and is just so good at it. Oh, that it's so good. It's really great to see the audience responding take, and respond to her and getting just to know her on that level. Sure. And I mean all of us to know we're on that level too so um yeah about Jen while I'm on top I need to ask her this but do you know if she's in the Harmontown documentary does that ring a bell at all yes she is a hundred percent she I saw her like randomly she's in the yeah it's great awesome what is that uh so Dan Harmon uh the creator of uh, Community and uh Uh, he has his podcast called uh, is the podcast called Harmon it is it yeah. is and there's a whole documentary around it. <laughs> he did a, a tour of came to Austin <laughs> and they recorded uh, they recorded uh, they make, so they're making a documentary of the tour that they're doing yeah and they were giving a show in Austin and Jen was in the crowd oh and cool. got, but she's a whole frame like yeah she has like six seconds on screen I'm like it's Jen <laughs> anyway so I, I've been meaning to ask her when you guys mentioned her and I'm like yeah so I had a, I'll, I'll, I'm excited what <laughs> yeah. as a fan like like yeah. Not like a celebrity sighting. Yeah, I know. It's great. <laughs> Equal amount of pathos in that six seconds as in these past couple episodes. Really. <laughs> Don't. Just, yep. So yes. we have a question that's, that's from... Cast, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. So we have a question from Twitter, for, if my phone would stay on, uh, from Nicole. What other characters would you like to have dialogue with in future episodes? Ooh, that's a good question. Ooh. <laughs> well <laughs> done, we Nicole. Ooh. Well done. <laughs> You know it's a home run. I do think I do think it, I, I love Nora so much. I do think an Oz Nora in the office scene would be yeah. great. I don't know what they talk about, but <laughs> oh, totally. something. I don't even know. Cookie recipes. She heard there were cookies up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Swapping recipes. Oh yeah. So this is what I have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I think Oz. Uh, being like, Oz in confrontation with some of the baddies would be would be good too. Yeah, that'd be really cool to see. I get the feeling that when we see Oz in combat, it's going to Look pretty out. much be the end of the world. It's the like hour. things will be yes, the eleventh yeah. hour. Things will be that bad. Yeah. End when, of times. When we had our our panel at RTX, um, we had <laughs> tons of you know people who wanted to talk about whether or not Oz had a semblance, totally. what his weapon would be, Still sticking and to mind. and. And we're not. We know we're not going to get an answer uh, for quite some time, and we don't know if you know the answer too. If you know, don't tell us. But if you got to choose what uh, what Oz's semblance and weapon were, what would you choose? Oh, oh, I don't have. I don't have a strong opinion on that. I will say. I will say this: um, that um, the thinking on Oz's deal, let's say his larger meta deal, and how he fits into the whole story has been fairly consistent, but it has shifted a little bit, just some of the internal thinking. So it has shifted a little bit over time uh, from the beginning of, of Ruby to, to now. I mean, it's, you know, it's within, you know, 10, 15% of, of, of stuff. So it's kind of slid around a little bit. And I still know, you know, so like I, like I was saying earlier, um, I've known kind of the long arc of these three volumes since 
early on. Um, and But then beyond that, I don't know. Um, but I, so that was, I just dodged your question. <laughs> Artfully done, though. Like, I, like, nailed it. Malachroma in chat is saying, his weapon is coffee. Not the mug, just the coffee. <laughs> but did you notice, speaking of sound design, did you notice in the, the first or the first Oz's first appearance with uh, in the season when uh, Crow is in, uh, and Winter are fighting and he shakes his, uh, his cup? There's ice cubes in it. <laughs> He's a nice coffee guy. I didn't oh notice that. I don't, know what, I don't know what the hell. After Buzz exclusive. The things you learn, I definitely did not notice that. Did you guys? Oh, go back and listen to it. There's a little clinkity clink in there. <laughs> I, I feel like there's two things that we haven't hit on that I want to talk about. Yeah. One, Cinder's one-sided conversation in the flashback. Yes. Who is she talking to? Okay. Is she the dragon to someone else's um, Emperor Palpatine? Some Xanatos, that and was what I was looking for. And two... Kylo Ren to somebody. I hope they're not a giant. I she's far thought, more effective. I have a thought on that. And Think about it. Think about and it. I don't know if this is best, but given that she's Cinder, what if that's her equivalent of a fairy godmother? Oh! Somebody who's given her all this power. I love the non-reaction. I know, I know. I don't know. That would be funny if it was just this Disney-esque sweet old lady behind everything. Well, it worked in Trek, too. Wait, 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 hold on. All I would like to say, all I want to say, because you you got me thinking about Kylo Ren and Snoke. Yep. Is, is, uh, I would like, here's a trope that I would like to see go away, which is if you... If you are a baddie and but you're serving a, a higher min, you know, higher mm-hmm. power, you're the minion. minion yeah. You're a minion essentially. Uh, I would like for the big baddie in the background to complete your training. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's always a, there's always a situation where it's like bring him back and we'll yeah, complete yeah, 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 yeah. to complete his training. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why would you send him out? Yeah. And now we know what Shannon's beef yeah. with Star Wars is. <laughs> I get behind that. Get Fair behind enough. That. I like that too. <laughs> the so, other thing I wanted to I, talk I about. I know exactly what you want to talk about. It's Yang talking to Crow and I talking do. about the fact that we get confirmation that Raven, this this person who appeared, was in fact her mother. And this is the first time we've gotten an official, yes, that was her. Mm-hmm. And that's so kind of I'm a big wondering. deal. We had that stinger at the end of volume two with her seeing her and going, we need to talk about things. Did that just not happen? Was that a once upon a dream sort of scenario? I, I... Too many fairy tales running around. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if that's something that ha- just a scene that happens later on this season as a flash forward? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool. That would be cool. Six months later, um, there was a couple things with that scene that kind of bothered me in terms of moving forward with Yang. Um, Yang is now essentially kind of. Public enemy number one when it comes to the vital festival she because of a ter- she she committed a terrible crime yeah, and yeah. she's essentially running. She's ruined. She is yeah. implicating herself as even more of an asset to that crime by running away and yeah. not staying yeah, yeah, and stating yeah. her innocence. For sure. So that that's bad. That's got bad written all over it. If she actually does go, when you're scared, you run. You know, yeah. when you're scared, you do that. Some people do. So. Well, well, and, and as as uh, as people have been saying, I mean, and it's in the in the episode titles, 
this is really the end of the beginning of Ruby. Like, mm-hmm. all of what we've seen so far is really the opening salvo in a much longer story. Sure. This is where we find Yang right now. Yeah. Right? Sure. So, um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's got bad written all over it, but the, the long, long arc, we don't know. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I'm wondering if I found information on your mom, she's here, isn't a little more long game. I don't think Yang's just going to cut and run. Yeah. I also want to hit Crow with a brick because way to encourage destructive behavior, dude. And to call her crazy. Congratulations. He's crazy, too. Well, but I've known people (laughs) who have had figures of authority in their lives dismiss their concerns in much the same way. Mm -hmm. And I've seen the ill effects of that. So now I'm worried about Yang because Crow is not a responsible adult. And while I do see that, it sounded like it came more from a place of good. It runs in the family. You're just as messed up as the rest of us, kiddo. Welcome to the club. That is not a good club. What I I kind of picked up on was more of this kind of strained relationship that Crow has with his sister, Raven. And Mm. again, we kind of get ties in terms of like, oh, okay, this is how the family tree is laid out. And that's that's kind of cool, just getting Crooked those little <laughs> halfway <laughs> underwater and breaking up pavement. Yeah, is that how much. this tree works? But but again, it's it's interesting to note that sh- her mother, you know, somebody who theoretically should always be there for her, who left a long time ago, said, "Yeah, don't expect me to show up and save you again." Right. And, mm. and like, don't expect that level of kindness. It's like that's an odd choice of words from, from someone's mom. From mom. From mom. Very interesting. And again, this is another theory, and I'm bringing it up because I love it, and I think it's Daft Prodigy again. Connecting Raven to the Irish goddess, the Morrigan, and saying maybe her power has to do with death. Maybe she can see when people are about to die, and that's when she know why she knows when to oh, show yeah. up when she does. Oh, snap. So I find that a very intriguing theory, and I love the idea of bringing Irish mythology into mm-hmm. it because there's not enough of that. Yes, All stories. Please. Amen. It's, yeah. I, and and that's another thing about this series as a whole is it's not oh it's just Grimm's fairy tales it's this is all cultures can look at this and go oh I know that I yeah. was told that as a child and I I love that about this show yeah so something, good something very interesting in the storytelling and yeah no I I very much appreciate that as well uh, but yeah we're not gonna get any straight answers anytime soon no, of course not no. <laughs> this is a very very long game and we have miles toy with the audience Luna writing it so really really quickly somebody in chat said I wonder if miles was wearing his Felix helmet while writing this season <laughs> which I thought was really I wonder if miles ever takes that Felix helmet off <laughs> he did for immersion but something that I wanted something that I wanted to bring up uh, that I think is gonna be something in in the very near future is velvet the camera. She's so cute. And the puzzle into place as well. Yeah, so Coco was having hallucinations it. too, which sets Ruby on that path. She notices Emerald, and this is either Emerald and Mercury are doing their own thing regardless of Cinder once. This is another illusion that's all around Ruby, or this is the shoddiest planning I've seen it's, on this show. It's not an illusion because of the preview for next week, where yes. it shows straight on fight, but specifically the camera, not just the like spreading that, oh, this might be an illusion, but I think that's our hard evidence. Our hard evidence is in Velvet's camera. That, 
oh, that I, these things didn't happen. Oh, that's huh. interesting. I, I just figured it was her weapon. Well, if she's in the equipment, <laughs> so she's. I I, love well, that. no, no, no. I think it'll one. It'll steal your soul. Yeah, yeah no, it's super dark. Bullets. Just like, you know. Yeah, it's going to steal Sun's abs and cut, use them as a it weapon. It cuts the head straight off because it's not in frame. If we can have a trumpet as a weapon, I think we can have a camera. Yeah, yeah fair enough. This about. isn't say cheese and die, I'm all right? Just, uh, but, oh God, <laughs> flipping goosebumps. But I think we may we may see the box open by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But also, if your if your teammates are in a match and you're trying to practice on your photography and you you know that they're going to win, you're completely confident that they're going to win. Why wouldn't you try to capture as much of those moments as possible? So I think she's still just kind of in the mood of ah oh, taking pictures without even looking back and going, wait a minute, there's. I, differences I hate to say it, but I'm going to punch a hole in that theory a little punch bit. It. Do it. Because uh, she's taking pictures, and obviously she's taking pictures of what's going on. Yeah, sun's abs. The way that we... <laughs> that is what's going we, on. The way that we've seen it is how the characters are seeing the illusions. Mm. That's what's going on in their minds because of Mercury. Everybody else in the audience sees what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. So I feel like taking pictures of something, the the only person that that's going to convince, oh, this is an illusion, is the person who saw what wasn't real. Yeah, Coco. But that, but that does absolutely, no, no, no. I mean, that does absolutely nothing else. Like, an illusion would have to happen to Coco, and she'd have to go, that doesn't make any sense. Because to everybody else, it's like, oh, yeah, you just took a picture of that thing that we all literally just saw. Mm-hmm. You would need that a was camera. Projected on that can capture the illusion. No, but I'm, I I mean for Coco to be like this wasn't what I saw to just be an additional. So it would have to be like um, Coco looking at an illusion and taking a picture of, and going, "Huh, I don't remember it that way." That's what you're saying. That way, yeah. No, that's what. It, huh. But that's that's what I'm saying. No, that's okay. exactly what I'm saying. I thought you meant she was just taking a picture of somebody else having an illusion. I'm no. like, I don't think that would prove anything. No. So this is Chekhov's camera. Essentially, they haven't looked at okay. the pictures yet. Assuming she can get everything in frame and focus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She had pretty good framing for some or, or not not the past, but something for the future that Emerald might be planning on a bigger scale for an illusion oh. that yeah. she might be able to capture the real part of. That, I, that's the, the Chekhov's bit. Yeah, the camera is going to be a part moving forward. It's the Schroeder yes. film. Yeah. Chekhov's yes. Schroeder film. Totally. Got it. <laughs> it. Just made it a lot more real yeah. than it uh-huh. had to be. <laughs> Back into the left. Back into the left. But it's interesting. Abs into the left. <laughs> it's interesting that Mercury is even there at all because he's supposed to be laying low and yeah he's hanging out in like maintenance hallways or whatever but still you would think that they'd want him as far away as possible especially with the cover story of oh they left to be with his non-existent six feet under family um I, I have this is why I have to wonder if Emerald and Mercury aren't acting on their own because they've done that before that's entirely true. They've they've taken initiatives to go off and kill people that didn't need to be killed. That's a word for it, yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I will say that this is... I, I don't think that's the case because this matchup looks like it's been a long time coming. Oh. Like, they've planned this for a good long while, so... I don't necessarily think that that's the case. Yeah, it, it felt like they were drawing her out. Right. It, it, it did feel sure. like that. Yeah. I, I, at least I thought so. Yeah. So. <laughs> and yeah. I can't help but wonder if they kind of know that Pira is the next possible candidate because I see this as being a really good way to kind of get inside her head. Sure. Both yeah. literally and figuratively. Or either to disgrace Pira or expose Penny. It does both. Yep, yep. That's uh, exactly, uh, they're trying to do both. Percent. 
Which goes back to earlier in the season when they find Penny's plans and they go, dude, this just got so much easier. Yeah. Yep. Is it sad that I still think Ironwood might be in league with them? No. no. I kind of, no. I kind of think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of merit there's to that something, There's something for me at least. He's a, like, he's a little uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, we are running a little short on time. We should probably go ahead and officially move into predictions and then wrap it up for this evening. Yes. Okay. Woo. Eventually, we're, we're all right. On. Predictions. Yeah, yeah. It's, gonna it's hard. It's hard to do when we have guests, but yes, predictions. And now your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Anywho, we were touching on it. I think that it's possible that the end of the season is the team temporarily breaking up to go separate ways. I'm on the same page. That's my prediction as well. Uh, I'm not. And happy it's gonna about leave. That. We're gonna end on that, right? Like, and we're gonna yeah. cliffhang on. We're gonna deal with it until next season. Cliff Yang. There's Cliff a Yang. Oh, oh that's what I get behind. Cliff no, I'm, uh, you're, you're turning me around here. I like it. Cliff Yanger. That's not good. <laughs> nope. I, I had sorry. a phrase and then phew. I was right I on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you do. Yeah, no, I had something and that pun just I just killed I, That was it very special. Really usually oh come my God. from me. I'm not the source but, of it. Yeah, I found I, it again. I, oh, go ahead. There's a lot of theories going around that someone's not going to make it to the end of this volume. There's been a lot of, they said there'd be character death, they said there'd be character death, and we did get that post from Gray about, you know, viewer discretion advised because... It's going to get dark. And he put that up right before fall. It was like, oh, it couldn't have come at a better time. (laughs) Yikes. So I don't know if I stand with that theory, but if someone's going to die, I wouldn't be surprised if it's in this weekend's episode. Okay. All right. (laughs) Mark looks like he's going to cry. I mean... I'm just looking at stuff in the couch. Um, I, I'm I'm going to hold to uh, the camera being the Zabruder film. Um, yeah. Uh, Explain that back one. Into the it's, 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 never mind. We'll talk about it afterwards. Politics. <laughs> but um, oh. it's uh, <laughs> Texas history. Uh, I I don't, I would very much like it if nobody died. But if, if, it, <laughs> if it was such, I oh, think. Oh, sweet that, summer to, child. Well, no, but to, to be honest, I think the, the character that would do the most for both sides to be lost would be Adam. Ooh. Honestly. Because we got the establishment in in the flashback episode that this is gonna this could be good for one of us or good for both of us. Yeah, 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 you yeah. make the decision. Totally. So it could that could be a part of Cinder's plan to turn coat against him, get the white fang on her side, but that also like all, anything that uh, Blake was was hoping for for some sort of redemption for the White Fang goes out the window and helps her become the new like a new leader of a new version of the White Fang that's pacifism and equality and like the actual version of the organization that it was supposed to be. So I that's really the only character that I would like to see because it would benefit both sides and we could see a lot of growth in a character that we haven't seen much of this season anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he still hasn't come back from the moon. Yeah. Yes. He had. Well, that's right. We haven't just seen him. Yeah, and Blah, words. so eh, it, that's that's a thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. No matter what, I'm excited to see where the set, where the rest of the season ends up, Amen. and where we are so by the time I. RTX comes around next year <laughs> in July. It's so exciting. How about you, Patrick? Any other thoughts? No, same page. Like I same think they're page. they're going a different direction, and I really want the camera to be a weapon. <laughs> that's all I want. Yes, that's all I want. Uh, what do you guys think? 
Uh, us guys? Non-contractually, what do you guys think? Uh, Or if you know, you could give fake spoilers, too. Fake spoilers are a lot of fun. I agree. uh, My prediction is the uh, Chiefs beat the Patriots this Saturday. (laughs) Uh, You're uh, on. Oh, wait, I'm not on sports ball. Uh, I was going to say. That's my prediction, though. Uh, prediction. Uh, My Little Pony comes in and everyone's happy in the end. So. <laughs> I think a good odds on was that. that you? Yeah, yeah. Was, was that you or was that Nora? Well, <laughs> everyone learns that friendship is magic. <laughs> Nora is basically Warhammer Pinkie Pie, so. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. Anyway, um, my phone died, but do Classic. we have any other final questions for our fantastic guests? Guys, thank you so much for being here, by the way. This has been great. It was a lot of fun. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you, guys. Oh, no. It's our pleasure. Um, where can people go if they, they want to find out uh, what you guys are up to, if you've got any upcoming projects coming up outside of Ruby? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, my Twitter handle is sadogre, S-A-D-O-G-R-E, <laughs> so um, which is in the uh, AfterBuzz uh, feed. Um, you can come follow me there, and I uh, I post stuff about what, what I'm doing. <laughs> Um, yeah, I do the Twitter thing, and uh, my handle is mm, <laughs> Ireland <laughs> underscore Sam, because I have an underscore. Yeah. There was no, like, there was nothing. When I signed up for Twitter, like, everything was taken. I was like, how many fifth Irelands are there? Nothing left. So. And you know, the, the people that are holding those accounts have tweeted once and they're like an egg, and you're like, come on! <laughs> I need an egg. <laughs> oh, any other questions? Um, not in the chat, and Twitter is a massive no. prediction Twitter's saying that Penny's of- gonna die, so. Yeah. You know. Shame on you. No! <laughs> uh, well, again, thank you guys so, so much for joining us. Yeah. It's been an absolute pleasure getting to talk to you guys tonight. We haven't seen you since RTX, so thank you so, so much for taking the time. We know it's late over there, so we really appreciate it. Oh, Thanks again, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank bye. you, guys. We'll Have talk to you next night. time. Okay, bye. Bye. Well, they are a hoot, the as always. I know. They are fantastic. As well as a holler. Yes, a ho- both a hoot and a holler. Right. They are good okay. people, and people say nice things about them. Indeed. <laughs> well, guys, we should probably go Mark, ahead. what was that? Yeah, it's like, set, I, I am also saying a thing good. We should go probably go ahead and wrap it up for this evening. Yeah. Mark, where can people go if they want to keep up with you? You can find me on Twitter at SoapboxMark. A lot of stuff happening in the world of wrestling on ABTV, so make sure to follow us for all of that. Patrick. P to the D's on Twitter, and you can find me on iTunes. I host a video game podcast called Pixel by Pixel. Katie I'm Cullen. Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. Also on the Rooster Teeth site under the same name. Uh, we're coming back for Steven Universe later tonight at 9 p.m. Arrow comes back next week. And if anyone's going to Pack South, I'll be there competing oh, cool. in the Omegathon. So come say hi. Nice. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of fun. I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. If you guys haven't already done so, please go to the iTunes, rate, leave a comment. We love hearing from you guys. I would have read off some iTunes things, but my phone I apologize, so that's totally my fault. Anyway, guys, thank you all so, so much for tuning in. We love hearing from you guys. We will see you all next time. Camera weapon. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz to you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.